It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome, welcome to the Brett Boone Podcast. Explore the mind of MLB All-Star, Silver Slugger, and Gold Glove winner, Brett Boone. As he sits down with his friends from the world of professional sports. Now, now up to, to bat, Brett Boone. Welcome to the Boone Podcast. I'm your host, Brett Boone. Today on the program, I'm joined by one of the best to ever play the game. He was a teammate. He's a Hall of Famer. He's the kid. Ladies and gentlemen, Ken Griffey Jr. Kenny, thanks for coming on the program. No problem. How are you? Doing good. It's your second time on the Boone Podcast. Kenny was one of the first, one of the first ever bringing him back. He's recently uh, back from the WBC. Let's talk about the WBC. First, was that your first time being a hitting coach? Not really, but yeah, really. <laughs> Not for kids. That doesn't count. Pros, pros. Uh, no, I mean, once you retire, you sort of help out, you know, guys uh, along the line. So uh, being on one spot, yes, but, you know, guys around the league, no. How did, uh, how did it come about? Like, how did, how did you decide you were going to do it? Who contacted you? Did you show interest? How did that come about? Uh, I just told Tony Regans that I wanted to be the hitting coach. I said, if you got a spot for me that, you know, uh, that'd be great. And, you know, a couple of weeks later, he called me and said, all right, I got you. So, you know, it's always something you, you, you want to give back. Um, and it's a way of giving back and seeing if I really like the coaching part of it. And, you know, I had a good time. Did uh well, cause we've, we both had a ton of hitting coaches. I had, I had, uh, your pops a couple different occasions. Um, and we all have hitting coaches. We go through it. We know sometimes that hitting coach is speaking our language. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes we've got to figure it out. How did you prepare for it? Because when it becomes real, I mean, Ken Griffey Jr., uh, you want to be the hitting coach. It's a no-brainer, of course. But then when you finally get the, all right, wait a minute. Now I've, I've seriously got to go in, talk to these guys. Uh, how much have you? How much time you spent around the yard in recent years getting to know the players that you were about to, to be their hitting coach? Wow. And, Go ahead. I mean, just looked at video. Yeah. You know, uh, you know when they're they're swinging well, when they're not, and just try to pick up little things from there. So when I did see them, you know, it was, it was a little easier transition on learning the conversation and how they they relate information. And it was was it was it everything he thought it was going to be? Because I think about it on the surface. I think, oh yeah, I could go be a hitting coach. But then I remember how hard it is because it seems like hitting coaches, you never get any credit when the team rakes, 
that's because the team rakes. But when the team doesn't hit, it's because the hitting coach sticks. It's always been like that. It's like I think it's one of the one of the toughest things to do uh, in sports. So when it got real, when you got on the ground level, I don't know. Take me through it because I've never I've never done it. I've done it for well, little kids and and I'll talk hitting. You know, I'll talk hitting with right handers with lefties. I can't relate to you guys because you're on the you're on the other side of the box. Ah, uh, no, there's certain things that you can relate to. You know, getting your foot down, getting ready to hit, seeing it, tracking it, things like that. Those are all, uh, for me, the biggest thing was trying to get these guys into a rhythm. You know, because hitting is a part of, you know, being in rhythm. Uh, when he puts his foot down, where do, you know, when do I need to put my foot down? What am I looking at? Situations. Just trying to keep them, uh, keep it small. I mean, these guys are three and four hitters for every team. It's not like I'm working with, you know, uh, um, a seven, seven-year-old that's right. never played the game. So, you know, these guys, they know what they want. Uh, they know how to prepare. So it's it, it easy. For you talking the, talking hitting, because uh, it's not necessarily that I had a problem with it, but let us let me give you an example. For me, it was Johnny Olerud, who I played with for several years in Seattle, and we'd have hitting conversations, and he'd ask me questions, and I said, because I don't know about you being a left-handed hitter, if you had a different approach against righties or or you you went a little different if it was a lefty face. I, I know for me, if I had a, a righty with a – Throwing 95 with a good slider, I had a certain stance. With a lefty, I could get away with a little more. I could kind of hang out over the plate, and I didn't have to be as precise. For you, was it that way? And and if you're talking to, say, a Mike Trout, I saw some video of you. You and Trouty were comparing swings, and you, I don't know what was going on in the conversation, but I saw the video. So when you're talking to a Mike Trout-type player, do you do you bring the hitting to him for you as a left-handed hitter and just think, okay, if I was facing lefty on lefty, that's what Trout's probably feeling righty on righty. No, just trying to understand, you know, uh, from whether it's Pete Alfonso to Tim Anderson to, to uh, Mookie to Trout, uh, even Goldie, just trying to, you know, Trey, you know, just trying to figure out what they're, what they're really good at and what they need to lay off of you know that's the the whole thing if i can't drive the ball out the ballpark then why am i going to try to swing at that pitch i'm only going to try to do it just to protect with two strikes you know and and nowadays you know the strikeout doesn't really matter you know they'd rather you strike out than hit a weak ground ball our era it was oh he needs a little more seasoning he can't strike out Right. You know, 150 times he needs to go down there and learn to put the ball in play. Uh, nowadays, they don't care about that, uh, but still trying to get him to hit the ball out in front. You know, not let it get so far back where you're handcuffing yourself. Um, if you really look at it, if you take a 34 inch bat and put it from the tail of the plate to the front, that's where you got to hit the ball from the front of the plate to where that barrel is to the end of the bat. So it's just trying to get them to, to understand that everything happens out front in order to do that. You got to sit there and wait for it and see it and be on time. 
we had uh right when the bc wbc ended i had benji gill on he was the uh team mexico manager and he was explaining the atmosphere how cool it was um it was different though as players as big league players we're used to going into a city on the road and, and that's our clubhouse that's our ballpark for four days we come to the yard whenever if you want to hit early you get there at two o'clock in the afternoon wbc a little bit different it was almost like it seemed to me just an outsider looking in it seemed like it was like a i don't know a travel ball team because it's like well we can't get into the clubhouse until this game's over oh it was, was like it, that was it was that <laughs> and that's something for you i was gonna say it's almost like the college world series where i'm like junior didn't play college college baseball but it it, it had to be a little bit weird with all these big leaguers, all these star big leaguers, not this is probably a brand new, brand new experience for them as well as yourself. Oh no, it's just like being in the minor leagues. You know, sometimes you get there, yeah, your bag ain't unpacked. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got it. You got to bag off the bus. You know? It's yeah, yeah. It was it, no different. I mean, it it was. Hey, we're going to be in auxiliary clubhouse, whatever, and we're going to stay there until you know it's done. Did you ever play in one of these WBCs? Oh, six. Because I, okay, I've never played in one, but I, I, uh, you know, I get questions from fans is, you know, what is the WBC like? I never played in one. They said, what, what do the players think of it? And it made me think a little bit. And I thought, of course, uh, you know, if I was playing today and I was asked to play, of course, I'd, I, I would play in it and, and represent the United States. But at that stage, it's spring training. We're used to getting there, and and especially as a veteran player, it's a time to get ready for opening day when it counts. So some guys uh, get into it really fast. Some guys, you know, they want to peak at the end of spring training. It's a different mindset. You're getting two at-bats. Maybe the beginning of spring training, you're getting an A-B, and you're getting out of there. You're getting your work done and going home. Uh, as spring training gets going a little bit, you might take two, three at bats, but they're not that high intensity uh, games like I saw in the WBC. It was almost like a postseason atmosphere uh, when you first got there. How how and I could tell by the end of the series, uh, it was serious and these guys wanted to win. You could see the, there was so much passion. The fans were going crazy. But when you first got there for first timers, did you? How serious did the guys take it? Because in the end, it came across as real serious. Um, when you get there, you just, you know, you just like first day of spring training. You're meeting everybody at a couple days. But when that first pitch is thrown, everybody wants to win. Uh, and the guys, you know, and, and what you're dealing with, you're not dealing with, you know, no-name guys. You're dealing with guys that have a, a reputation of being the guy. So they've got to be ready. Um, it's not like, you know, Hey, if I went over 10 in the WBC, it'd be talked about, right. You know, that'd be the story. So these guys came ready to play. Um, you know, you're, you're a little, um, handcuffed because of the, the pitching situation, how early it is for the, the guys to be able to throw, uh, you know, five and six innings. So that was the only major problems that, that, you run into is, is more on the pitching side. Um, not so much the, the hitting. Right. Um, okay. This is, this is a little more of a junior being junior and, and it's the one thing. And well, with the career that you had, 
uh, it kind of comes with the territory. Um, as we get further into retirement, uh, I, we're both we're both the same age. You played a few more years than I did. Uh, but as we get further and further away, I notice it. You know, if I walk into a big league clubhouse, uh, the guys will come up to me. Hey, Booney, how you doing? If you hear my name, yeah, all the players are going to know who I am. But I'm finding as I get older, sometimes I'll walk by a young player. He doesn't know who the hell I am. Now, if I if I tell him my name, he'll Google me and find out who. Kenny, you're a little different. Um, people know who Junior is. You're just kind of that guy in the game, that iconic figure in baseball. When you came into the clubhouse, the guys, some of the guys you may have known, some of the guys you didn't, uh, are they in awe of Ken Griffey Jr. when they when they first get to meet you? I, I know your personality is very endearing. You put people off that have any intimidation or anything like that. But now you're with the best players in the world, and I know that they're looking at, hey, that's Junior, you know, in that iconic swing. Um, No, just like I said, we just try to get to know each other. Um, You know, for most of the guys I knew, um, a couple of the guys, you know, it was a uh, first time meeting them, but everybody was, you know, pretty solid. It was, it was a lot of fun being around them, you know, talking, pitching, uh, you know, asking me how I'm going to get me out. I just said, throw it right down the middle. And they're like, why is that? I said, cause I got to figure out if I'm going to hit it to left field or right field. You throw it away. I'm going to hit it away. You throw it in. I'm going to hit it. So I'm going to pull it. But if you throw it down the middle, that split second, I've got to figure out what I want to do with it. And they start laughing. But for the most part, uh, you know, they, they, you know, they tease you a little bit. Um, about being old? No, 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 no. They did get on me talking about I was the only hidden coach with his own shoe. <laughs> it, it's unbelievable. But, it, but I mean, that's cool. And I'm sure they want to talk to you and pick your brain and tell us, you know, they want to hear stories from your career. So I, I'm sure you had a great time doing it. Oh, it, it was a blast. I mean, it, it's something that, you know, as a, as a player, I did it in 06. It was a little different um, as a coach. Because I, I was a player, I understood what the coaches were trying to do. So it made it a little bit easier on the transition of being like, hey, let's do this. Let's work on this. Uh, you know, what are you trying to do on this particular pitch? And just try to get them to understand that, hey, I've got to hit the ball out in front of my front knee. That's the only way that I'm going to be able to drive the ball. Uh, anything low and away, you know, I'm going to try to battle it until he he's going to make a mistake. If I can sit there and battle somebody until he makes a mistake, I'm good with that. I just don't want to be, you know, in and out in four pitches. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 